The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. Welcome to the Kimmer Show podcast on Extra 106.3. By the God, it's only me. It's only the Kimmer. In need of a Kimmer fix? Well, that's what she said. Head on over to the Kimmer Show, Dunya, and get all things Kimmer. It's right there on your actual fingertips. Okay, this is from our friend Brandon, who's been a longtime podcast fan. I, I know his little boy. Right. Anybody gets, okay, Brandon. Kimmer, I, you said you talked to him this morning? No, I talked about him this morning. Oh. He asked me a question. So. Oh, did you do your holy crap of sports already? I sure did. Oh my God! Well, we have till one o'clock. Pay attention. All right. Focus, well, I was going to mention that next, but we'll, we'll talk about it. <laughs> yeah, get rid of that. I'm taking little, that bell. Quick with shoving a, right up. <laughs> quick with a bell to that. Holy fast shit. on the jingle there, jingle boy. That's it. Get to it. <laughs> I don't know what he's going to pull oh, out next. Tiny freaking Tim or something over here. <laughs> what is that? God mean? bless us, everyone. Uh, says Kimmer, I've heard your rants about folks not getting out to vote for Herschel. I can't speak for all the registered Republicans in Georgia, but I can tell you why I did not vote in the runoff. First, let me say that I never thought I wouldn't vote. I'm not proud of not voting, but the reason I didn't, and I'll venture to guess why many others didn't, was to send a message to the GOP. I'm fed up with these terrible candidates. They continue to trot out there. The last three senators were a complete joke. This is in no way an endorsement for the fake reverend. I had to stand on my principles, and hopefully the GOP gets the message sooner rather than later. You can call me out by name on your podcast. Call me anything you want, including a ham sandwich. Love the podcast. Semper Fi from Brandon. You're a ham freaking sandwich. My God. I I mean, where do you get off thinking you're so special that you're going to teach everybody a lesson? You'd rather have the country go down in flames with the Senate in control of these socialists and anarchists because you you think it's important that you're going to teach the no, GOP no, no. a lesson? He's, his mistake is thinking that the GOP will listen. Well, that's what I mean. And they it's, never it's, it's will. It's ridiculous. The, whole, uh, the thought of trying to change the GOP by you work. doing not voting is, is ridiculous. It doesn't work. Quit doing it. Keep the goal in mind. You know, it's like, he, uh, Brandon, uh, I love you, buddy. I, I swear to God. Like, he's a little he's boy. A he's guy. a great guy. He's a great guy. But here's Brandon. Uh, he's going up into uh, the uh, the National Forest. And he, he gets out of his car and he sees the sign, America's National. He's going to the he's going to the Redwood Sequoia Forest in California. And he gets up to the gate and he, and he sees the sign, National Sequoia Redwood Forest. Uh, the best, uh, the biggest thing. Of Armstrong State Park. Park. That's, That's a good exactly. Mount Tamalpais in San Francisco, whatever. And he, he gets out to the gate and, and he gets out of his car and he says, Oh, crap, honey. Where's the forest? I can't see it. It's got all these trees in the way. <clears throat> Sorry. I'm serious. I mean, think about it. How could you lose sight of Georgia going down in flames and bringing America with it? We could have stopped all this six years ago. Jeez, I mean, come on. Quit, quit relying on the Republicans. Vote for the person and vote what's for best for the country. I don't care if it's a damn Democrat. Vote for whatever is best for the country. Quit relying on these country club already paid off 
in the Republican Party. I mean, again, the Democrats in Pennsylvania elected a monster. And by the way, did you see the New York Times says he's on the stylish list for 2022? You've got to be kidding. Yeah, he's, the yeah. sty- he's a member of the most stylish Americans. Oh, my God. That's Could you New imagine if that was a Republican? They'd make fun of him all day long for wearing Carhartts. Putting on the Ritz. He'd be the Frankenstein. Sty- New York Times list of stylish Americans. Well, maybe in New York City. You've seen their style. Well, yeah. he, I mean, he, he wears but a they're, hoodie. They're doing it because he's, <laughs> Again, he's got yeah. a new style, the hoodie to cover up his Chevy-sized goiter. Oh, my God. They elected a freaking monster. Anyway, uh, Brandon, you're, you're so wrong at this. I mean, Let's your, go, your Brandon. ego is so ridiculous that you think you're, you're, that not helping America is better for Georgia? How could you think that the result of you doing that is going to be better for Georgia and the GOP? <laughs> Here's a shot. Sophia is with Brandon. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Block them all. Block everybody. <laughs> we love Come you. on. You Christmas. can't say that. You, so you you decided, because of you wanted to show make somebody a lesson, that you'd rather have yeah. Raphael Warnock and a Democrat I Senate know. Then having somebody, I guarantee you, Herschel Walker would not have done anything but vote exactly what the Republican Party leadership wanted him to do. Do you see the meme God. of him walking with Trump? Yeah. And Trump was saying, you had him going, and you started talking about vampires and <laughs> and again, the point is, I mean, the, the, but it's a legitimate point. The candidates have to be of a different they quality. Be better. At, absolutely. But still, the end result is Herschel would have been better for America yeah. and Georgia than Warnock. Well, this asks the question, what's the right way to procure a candidate? Name recognition? Because it seems, well, I mean, if you service, look at what he's done, he or she has done. Since Trump is be- was he's president, he's gone. well, what I'm saying is, is you have more celebrity-like people saying they're going to get in the ring. Nah, and is it, is that think, where it's going? I think this is a lesson. I, I think, I think when, when, well, we have two years. Well, actually, have one year. Before it starts really getting serious, it's going to be in about six or eight months. And in that six or eight months, I think what's going to happen is it's going to be clear that Donald Trump is going to be a divider and not a person bringing the national know. party together. I don't together. know. There's still a chance for him to pivot. There's still, I, I don't, still time. I can't. I hope. Um, and now, an update on the case of 77-year-old Eleanor Bowles, who was found stabbed to death, murdered in her home in a gated community in Buckhead. Uh, they've arrested Antonio Marcavis or Marquavis Brown, I'm not sure, 23 Quavius. years old from Smyrna. Murder, uh, batteries, possession, uh, a bunch hey, of see, charges. what we say, those roads, right, it's easy to come from Smyrna, right down those roads, right. north side drive and, and 75. Just peel off and in you go. Yeah. How he got in or, how, I mean. He I, walked I, in. Again, said, I, yeah. apparently. They, yeah, there, uh, there was no evidence of a, of a vehicle or, uh, I, well, again, I don't know. I don't, I don't think they have, well, they have it's, security it's, cameras that you put on Facebook to try to catch him. Said it might have been a, an accomplice. They don't know yet. Yeah. Uh, anyway, this guy, uh, uh, Antonio Marcavis Brown, uh, has had run-ins with law enforcement in the past. No. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, he was arrested in Fulton County in 2019, arrested for shoplifting and stealing. A few months after that, he was arrested uh, for carrying a concealed weapon, giving a false name, having drugs in his possession with no right to have them. A few months after that, he was in 2020, he was arrested on simple assault and battery beating people up. Uh, The charges were dropped. He was given credit for time served. Gee, too bad we didn't punish him. Uh, A few months after that, uh, still in 2020, arrested and charged with disorderly conduct and yelling at people, banging on doors, grabbing people, throwing fire pans at people. Uh, The city refused to in Atlanta refused to take him to jail because he had a cut on his face. 
Uh, he's now uh, in police custody, obviously. And the mayor, I love this, the mayor of Atlanta, Dickens, is that his name, Dickens? Uh, heavens to Murgatroyd. He, he said all the right things so yeah, far. Yeah, but still, he says, say. he said, if you pull a gun or pull out a knife in our city to hurt, <laughs> harm, or kill someone, you will be arrested and sent to jail. Yeah, right. We will use all the tools. You know, please. Well, he's saying the right thing. He's and saying they, the they right caught things. the guy pretty quick. Yeah, we'll start doing it. I will say that, but yeah, well, because they had to start doing it, yeah, yeah, because if somebody like you posted video on Facebook to say this guy did it, let's go get him, and you know that's when you have a, you know video of the guy who did that's it. What that's what Facebook you know, is good for. Not too hard know? to find yeah. the guy after that. Good look, uh, good work there, Mayor. You really, you really cracked that crime, boy. Jesus. Anyway, the the, the woman's son has said, you know, uh, she should have been safe in her own gated community. <clears throat> My mom should have been safe in her home. She wasn't safe. No one is. We love this city. But we've been all disappointed at the horrific acts of crime that have plagued Atlanta for far too long. You know what my friends in the APD called that that uh, video? Yeah. A clue. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. It's a clue. Pretty good-sized clue right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, they arrested the fruitcake. Uh, the uh, nuclear waste official, Department of Energy, as was officially arrested... And fired. They uh, kicked him out of the Department of Energy. Uh, apparently, he's been officially arrested. Sam Brinton, the so-called non-binary official, stole luggage at at least two air- excuse me two airports. <laughs> and you know, if he did it at two airports in brazen th- th- thievery, you know he's probably done it other places too. Oh, it's a I'm- fetish. He gets yeah. off doing it. Yeah. Uh, he he is a freak. Uh, he is a, a fruitcake, and, and and don't and don't give me this. Uh, oh, you're anti-gay business. I don't care if he's gay. I'm not even sure if he's gay. I think he's he's an actor. He's a freaking costume fake. He's the, a he's a fruitcake phony. The dog thing is worrisome. He's, he's into doggy porn. Uh, he faces ten years in prison. Uh, for stealing luggage in Minnesota and Las Vegas worth thousands of dollars. He goes after the great suitcases. He rips the tags off. He, he might. I can't believe he didn't know there were cameras everywhere. They got him on video. In fact, the one in Minneapolis they didn't even know about. They couldn't identify him until all of a sudden this case broke, a case broke in the news. And somebody said, hey, wait a minute. I wonder if this is the same guy. Who did, and, and it was. So I they, bet there's others in oh, his, you guarantee. his closet. is Fibber McGee and Molly's closet. They opened it up. Luggage comes flying out. I guarantee it. Guarantee it guaranteed takes it off the carousel takes the tag off and then takes off uh he was in charge of uh, watching nuclear waste uh some uh, reactions uh one guy said hey this is really a new milestone the first non-binary person fired by the government for theft uh, <laughs> another one said sam brinton biden's non-binary nuclear waste guru has been fired after stealing luggage from two airports if only there had been some kind of a clue <laughs> a <sign>. golly uh, <laughs> i thought to be the first official non-binary fired by the government since we're keeping track of these amazing historical firsts i thought i'd inquire about this one Matt Walsh uh, said, one thing Sam Brinton proves is that our anti-bullying campaigns are misguided. We teach people to treat bizarre, freakish behavior as normal in the name of tolerance. As a result, guys like Brinton feel increasingly empowered to act on their depraved compulsions without a single bit of shame. Tom Cotton, Arkansas. Uh, Sam Britton, let's call it what it is. A person clearly unfit for a high-level national security role was hired because of the administration prioritizing wokeness over competence. They gave him a security clearance. Yeah. And they knew he was a scumbag. 
He's an openly gender-fluid kleptomaniac. Uh, another historic... Uh, Can I say one thing in defense of him? Yeah, please. There's no way you could ever blackmail him. <laughs> what are you going to blackmail him with? <laughs> it's too much. It's too much. <laughs> he's, he's told you everything he does. Uh, and by the way, one of our top re Republicans for the uh, uh, in one of the uh, Senate Republican Conference Committee, ranking member of the Energy Committee, is calling on the Department of Energy to be investigated on how the hell he got a security clearance in the first place. You know, wokeism. You're well, right. they know he's uh, he, he was into doggy porn. And he, you know, I mean, he's a freak. He's not real. He's not, this is not gay rights, okay? He's a freaking freak. He's a fruitcake. I'm thinking of disparaging fruitcake, my friend. Uh, I, I could be. The, Clax I, the Claxton people are online, too. Oh, man. my God. The first, what struck me was this story that just broke this morning. I just got here a few minutes ago. A Norwegian filmmaker has come out and said, she's a very famous woman. Her yeah. name is Tanya Gavanjan or something. She's a lesbian filmmaker and actress. She is under investigation because she has said that a uh, uh, she calls herself a transgender female, cons uh, considers herself a lesbian, but she says a man cannot become a lesbian. Quote, it's just as impossible for men to become a lesbian as it is for men to become pregnant. Men are men regardless of their sexual fetishes. She posted it on Facebook or on social media in Finland, or is it Norway? What did I just say? Norway. In Norway. Uh, and she is now being investigated for violating the 2020 Amendment to the Penal Code, which says gender identity and gender expression are protected under hate speech categories. She faces up to three years in prison right. for saying men cannot be lesbian they don't and have, have free a baby. Speech. Three years in prison for saying that. God. Obviously, she didn't know the penal code in this state. Well, lady, you better get with the program. <laughs> By the way, I just pissed off Lucas. He came over, he was over there, and he started scratching. So I started imitating him scratching, and he stopped. I saw that. And he looked yeah. at me like, are you making fun of me? <laughs> <laughs> Hope you enjoyed that segment from the Kimmer Show podcast. Be sure and check out the full thing Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays for free at thekimmershow.net. You're listening to the Kimmer Podcast on Atlanta's only conservative news and talk station, Extra 106.3. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Hey everybody, Buck Blue here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President, Stacey Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacey's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 
20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. Listening to the Kimmer Podcast on Atlanta's only conservative news and talk station, Extra 1063. Hey, it's only me, it's only the Kimmer. How's it going? You know, don't forget to check out my goofy little website, thekimmershow.net, for all things Kimmer. Well, well, you still here? Go check it out. Come on. The biggest things in the news include uh, Elon Musk is now getting attacked by Ocasio Bang Bang Stupidio, otherwise known as AOC, uh, after he has suspended the accounts of CNN, the New York Times, the Washington Post, and journalists uh, for doing what the liberals have been doing shamefully for six years or more, but at uh-huh. least for, for the last six years. Um, uh, Ocasio Bangbangio Stupidio is criticizing Elon Musk after he suspended the liberal journalist from his social platform. She calls it an abuse of power and encouraged him to lay off the proto-fascism after he temporarily barred uh, the people at CNN Times and Washington Post and some others. Uh, he did it because they violated the policy not to share real-time location information when they posted, quote, assassination coordinates. Mm-hmm. Uh, she said, take a beat and lay off the photo fascism. Try putting down your phone. They were releasing f- uh, the coordinates of where his plane was with his children on it. So someone could, you know, shoot it down or meet it or attack them. or you A know, day you know after the crazy Antifa guy was following yeah. his son around. Exactly. Who, who jumped on his car, as I understand it. This nut football uh, jumped on the car with his, Musk's kids inside because they knew where it was. This is what they did. They docked your location. This, uh, this, okay. They said, well, there's journalism. We tell all the time where people are okay it's no, fine elon true. musk is going to be in colorado springs today to speak to the air force academy by the way you got it every they went yeah. nuts for him they love yeah, him there I'm okay sure they did. that's journalism yeah get, get, what's not journalism what is doxing his plane is this number yeah. and this type of plane it's landing yeah. at this airport at this time this yeah. is when it takes off that's trying to yeah. get somebody killed yeah here's his apartment location here's all his house locations here's his phone number here's his addresses here's when he's not there and when he is there every one of those reporters wanted something harmful to happen to him that's what that's what doxing is what they did it that's for. what they and that's what remember My they did opinion. that to the detriment of, of conservatives back with yeah. the Antifa and Black Lives Matter and the George Remember the George Floyd yep. and the cop who tried, who gave money to the uh, Cal to the people, uh, Cal Rittenhouse, and they doxed him and showed up at his door with TV crews. And so, I mean, you know, this is just appalling. Uh, Musk uh, defended it. He said the, the reason he suspended him, uh, he said they posted my exact real-time location, basically assassination coordinates, in direct violation of Twitter terms of service. Accounts engaged in doxing receive a temporary seven-day suspension. It may be longer than that. Uh, but he said they're doxing a real-time location and endangering my family, and that is not okay. He said, you can criticize me all day long. That's fine. He doesn't care about that. <coughs> but uh, these Democrats are saying, oh, well, he shouldn't have suspended him because he's a public figure. What's that? That's even worse. Uh, you're a public figure, an extremely controversial and powerful one. I get the feeling unsafe with descending into abuse of power and erratically banning erratically banning journalists only increases the intensity around yeah, erratically badly. <laughs> he didn't even do it radically, ladies and gentlemen. So, oh my God, I love the word games. It's just, oh my God. 
uh, a New Yorker said, as someone who's been subject to real and dangerous plots, I do get it. I it didn't have security and have experienced many scary incidents. Many of the right-wing outlets you now elevate published photos of my home and fence from AOC. Uh, Musk banned a CNN Donnie O'Sullivan correspondent, the technology reporter from the New York Times, a Washington Post reporter, and an Intercept journalist. Uh, plus somebody at Mashable, MSNBC. Oh, Keith Oberman got uh, yeah. banned. <laughs> well, he, he was he was the instigator. After the yeah. first oh, guy got banned, he said, he went on and said, okay, here's all the stuff. Here's yeah. what you should do verbatim. This is yeah. how you retweet it. Right. So so Musk did the, the correct thing, which is what they should have done when the Democrats were doxing people. They should have been banned also. But they weren't because the FBI was now the officials in terms of censorship at Twitter, which we know now because, uh, you know, they were they left the FBI to thing, work for Twitter. Isn't the New York Times whining about this, although they, they had right. no problem with the whole New York Post disappearing. Right. But six of theirs. Oh, you right. can't do that. Yeah. The bad thing is you got Republicans once again and so-called conservatives Rhinos. screaming about Elon Musk. Oh, this is, closes off the veneer of free, free, uh, free speech. Yeah. We know what Elon's all about now. You know, he's being a dictator. Or blah blah blah, coming from the right. I, I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand. They're rhinos, it. and they're just looking for an excuse to suck up to the mainstream media. So the Mitch McConnell thing of being liked, they'll never like you. And you know the thing about Elon? I think he's realized after what they did to his son a few days ago, yeah. and what they did tried to do to him yesterday. I think he's realized that these people are batshit crazy. They, they're. Communists, well, they're socialists at best, communists, they will do anything. They will never see the common sense. They will never be for free speech. They will never get on board with what yeah. he's doing here. So he's decided, guess what? You attack me, I have, you poke the bear, yeah. the bear has claws. Well, but but he's doing the right thing. I mean, it's not, it's not like he's going after people to censor them from their views. He's protecting the views of people who don't deserve to get attacked. Well, I saw three, three major conservative people, yeah. supposedly, one on the blaze, another other basically calling him basically Hitler for doing this for it was it's it's insane it's exactly the opposite he's he's preventing Hitler um, I just I mean you can't <laughs> oh god we're I mean we're screwed we can't compromise with them there's no living with them they're they're they are the enemy uh, they're the enemy when Trump said you know the the media is the enemy he meant the people of the, those kinds of people in the media doing that kind of thing the people who used to be in charge of Twitter who's those a, were the enemy who's the guy that press. said the other day and in fact I, th I think I sent it to you on this let me find it here just a second uh, get the right guy in here give him what he get him his due end wokeness here's a little secret you are the carbon they want to reduce yeah yeah that's right that's it's us. true um, I didn't see, I, 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 I totally forgotten about this. And I guess it was probably because I was worried about the Christmas thing and, and going down to get the gifts and stuff like that. But I did not see the, uh, I remember he, uh, Trump had mentioned, Donald Trump had mentioned he has this big announcement coming yeah. out that you're all going to be a thing to, and everybody thought it was going to, he was going to announce officially for president and so forth. And instead, uh, he announced a collection of superhero playing cards uh, he's gonna be the new superman by the way not henry cavill it's gonna be i uh, mean trump. Uh, i mean even the media donald trump uh, one story walked into a comic book universe of internet mockery on thursday when he in a carefully detailed announcement he introduced his official donald trump digital trading card collection with a picture of himself in a superhero costume cape and trump champion belt uh quote just when you thought this grifter couldn't humiliate himself any more than 
than he already has. Uh, there's this. This is what the big announcement was. He used his Truth social media platform after he was thrown off Twitter to trail a major announcement. Uh, in what hindsight appeared to clue that the forthcoming announcement might not be in the Trishley da 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 The video featured Trump saying America needs a superhero over an animation of himself standing outside a Trump Tower, ripping open his suit to reveal a superhero costume and shooting lasers from his eyes. Okay, you laugh. I laugh. But what happened? <laughs> flounder, Flounder, what happened? They sold out in 12 hours. <laughs> he sold them all. And here's what they said. Listen to this. Um, uh, people wondered if Trump was attempting to ape the dark brand and internet meme. Uh, social media saw Trump might have announcing a bid to be Speaker of the House for some reason. Uh, one girl said, uh, this is somehow hilariously dumber than even I had expected. Uh, major Trump embarrassment, more like, am I right? Uh, the senior Washington editor for NBC wrote, Donald Trump's major announcement appears to be that he still thinks people will give him $99 when he asks for it. Well, Guess they what? did. <laughs> Guess what? And that shows anyone over 40 thinks it's ridiculous. Anyone under 40 or 35 Went and bought it. Uh, remember Nixon? Sock it to me. Yeah. They've all I'm done laughing. stuff like yeah, this. That's right. And again, I mean, and to me, I mean, I, at first of all, when I, I didn't see it. I didn't see the uh, so physical stupid. announcement. But it was just, I mean, I, I thought, oh, my so God, stupid. what's he doing? It's just humiliating. Just Shannon Burke. You know. Shannon just says, what the hell is this? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, it's just. It's a generational thing. We don't get it. The young ones do. Well, I, 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 all those movies that you guys like with uh, Ryan Reynolds with the superheroes. Deadpool. And Deadpool. And what's the other one with the uh, 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 Metal Man with uh, Downey? Iron Man. Iron Man. And, uh, I, don't, I haven't seen any of them. Well, see, you but did. they're the biggest. But because at my age, you I'm didn't grow up in the 60s right. and 70s reading those comics. Right. That's right. That's right. And we all did. That's right. And that's, that's an ex a beautiful delineation of the, you can tell the splits in the generations. By, by social media and movies and TV shows when and all you, kinds of In stuff. fact, when you were old enough to read comics in the 50s, comics were out of style because of the Comic Book Commission yeah. came out saying they were subversive. Yeah. And they, they melted them down till it was teenage girl stuff. Oh, we never and had comic Archie books comics in the 60s. Yeah, they were in the 50s. We never had comic 50s. books in 1965 yeah. or something. The or 60s took off with comic yeah. books. All we had in the 60s was Mad Magazine or maybe or something, yeah, but it wasn't, you know, Superman or stuff like better. that. Yeah. Um, Okay, can I? I'm a, as I mentioned, a baby boomer, and uh, something happened that came out yesterday, which I, I want to remark about the JFK assassination files. Okay, I'm I'm done accepting the reason they say they can't release all the documents is that well, it would expose the yeah, methods that the average, you know, the the secret agents use to find out bullshit. Anything they did 60 years ago has no meaning for what they're doing today. So it isn't that they don't want us to find out how they did it. It's that they don't want us to find out that they did it. Not how they did it. They don't want us to know that they did it. Or didn't uh, in this case. Or, or, or didn't stop him when they knew. Okay, a couple of things. Um, four they did release a whole crap load of, of files. But they're still keeping secret 4,000 documents, even though Congress twice now has passed a law saying they must be unsealed. How can they do this? They're doing executive order. Biden just did it again. 
uh, I mean, again, by literally, it was supposed to come out yesterday, and so the FBI released all the files that they were supposed to release, but Biden, once again, classified the 4,000 documents that no president has wanted released since 1963. Now, here's the other thing. Uh, the files, uh, I, I, a guy was on Tucker last night. He said, here are the files. Take a look at this. Page after page after page, blank. So there's, the files they released are still redacted. So we're not getting anything. Liars. We're not getting information. It's all a bunch of crap. Uh, a couple of things that we do know, and, and by the way, this was amazing. Tucker last, I don't know if you saw Tucker last night. He, uh, he has a source who has seen all the files. Not just, you know, not, not just a PR guy. He has seen, uh, he knows somebody who has read and seen every word of every file, including the 4,000 secret ones. And Tucker said, well, let me just ask you point blank. Uh, he said, given the fact that uh, the CIA has been uh, supposedly involved somehow in the assassination thing, Russia was involved, uh, apparently... Cuba, the mob, uh, I mean, there's so many links here. And Tucker said, can you tell me, from all you know that you've read every word of every file, can you tell me whether the CIA is involved in the JFK assassination? And he said, absolutely. Absolutely. No question about it. Why? Still a, a kind of a mystery that he was, they were afraid JFK was going to reveal things about no, the no, CIA no. He, he or was the going link to, to the Russians in Cuba or... No, JFK got us in Vietnam and JFK was going to pull our troops out of Vietnam. Well, and, no, no, again, there's too that, much money to be made. Again, I mean, if they would release those documents, we'll know exactly what was going on. Here's a couple things. Lee Harvey Oswald, and again, in the 50s and 60s, what's the matter? Are we all right? Monarch butterflies going by. You don't oh, see that oh. every time as much Sweet. as you used to. I just saw another one. Yeah, a whole bunch of them. Um, Focus. Uh, Lee Harvey Oswald, back in the, in the late 50s and early 60s, uh, Russia was the, the great Satan or the evil black continent or whatever. I forgot what Reagan Evil the, Empire. Evil Empire. Okay. Uh, nobody just, you know, lollygagged, waltzing into Russia to visit and be a tourist. You know, but Russia was closed, okay? Somehow, every, uh, every, every secret agent and every official military and, and defense intelligence person who was interviewed said, there's no way that suddenly Lee Harvey Oswald just slipped into Russia. Nobody just slipped into Russia. He was a communist. He, but he was slipped into Russia, theor supposedly, so that they could train him and give him the impetus and the training and the contacts to get to, get to Cuba, get to the mob or whatever, to assassinate JFK. Yeah. That the Russians tra allowed him in, and when nobody was getting in, why'd they allow Lee Harvey Oswald? Well, because he's the guy who eventually killed the president. See, maybe there's a connection there. It's a, a communist. It's too. a yeah. But again, there are a lot of communists who weren't allowed just to show up in Russia. <laughs> I mean, it was the reason they let him in. Anyway, wasn't that in Oliver Stone's JFK the movie? Oh yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's what happens. So yeah. if that's the case, yeah. And this guy confirmed that. Has it been known this whole time? Yeah, uh, it's in the doc. I think it's pro it's all in the documents. I think I think there's evidence without question super about random. it. JFK was on this past weekend. Um, uh, and again, after 60 years, there's no, the only reason they don't want us to know about everything and they keep classifying it, even though the law says they're not supposed to, is that they're embarrassed, is that they got caught and something bad happened. It's the same thing with the 9-11 documents. We, why are they helping Saudi Arabia 
you know, get a, but is it just money? I can't, I can't, here, here's, a, here's why I'm, I'm mentioning this. Um, oh, here's the other thing. Uh, remember the uh, so-called FBI sharpshooter tried to duplicate the shots that Lee Harvey Oswald took with that rusty old rifle that nobody could even maneuver out of the sixth floor uh, depository bu- uh, floor, whatever it was, into the two shots into the car, and the, and the, uh, the sharpshooter couldn't do it. The best marksman in the FBI could not duplicate what Lee Harvey Oswald did. Well, where did the shots come from then? Because they both of them were from behind, it looks like. I'm just telling you, the FBI guy couldn't do it. Where did it come from? The, the grassy knoll. The, the grassy knoll wasn't behind I it. know. I, I'm telling you, there, there's, the, the FBI guy could not duplicate the shots. Well, that surprised me as FBI. Well, that, that, anyway. Oswald was a Marine. I know. I Well, well but still... I mean, it was when you try. I mean, just the anyway. I've heard I've heard people say that you can make the shot from there. But I mean, I mean how many both sides? Well, of that. it takes what three seconds to cock and shoot. I mean, yeah, I mean, but but with that rifle and then the car yeah, moving right. and everything else. I mean, it was it was a miracle that yeah, he could have been lucky. Hat. Yeah, miracle. Um, Twice, yeah. right? Yeah, two shots. Yeah, and one went through John Connolly's leg or hip or whatever. The too. magic bullet. The magic bullet bounced a few times. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, and by the way, again, as a baby boomer, I was, uh, this was 1963. I was in prep school, but I was home because school had closed uh, for a couple of days because of the Kennedy assassination. And so, uh, and in our house uh, back then, my mother had my father buy her a little tiny black and white TV console. They were little cheap things because the TVs were all black and white back then anyway, mostly. Anyway, so she had this little tiny black and white console in the front room so that when she was doing something, if she wanted to watch what was on TV, she could sit there, didn't have to go into the kitchen or whatever. So anyway, so I'm in the front room playing with Heidi, the German shepherd, who was Rin Tin Tin's great-granddaughter, by the way. Anyway, the TV star Rin Tin Tin. Anyway, so I'm I'm playing with the dog and watching TV, and all of a sudden, I'm watching the coverage of Lee Harvey Oswald being led down in the basement of the ship. And then here's Jack, uh, Jack Ruby, comes in and bam and Lee Harvey's go ah like this and I'm thinking oh my god mom mom they just shot he just shot him on TV mom I can't believe it I can't believe it. I watched a guy get murdered on television live I I saw it yeah. I was watching it on TV. See, I said, oh, my God. See, that to me is the bigger cover-up as well. Who the hell was Jack Ruby to well, do that? All right. Now, let's, <laughs> I, mean, I think his name was Rubenstein, yeah. and they call him Jack Ruby. Okay, here's something else that came out with some of the documents uh, that are in, uh, with a guy that Tucker knows of. I'm not sure this is in the documents, but here's what Tucker revealed last night from either from his source or the new papers. When Jack Ruby murdered Oswald, shot him, and was in jail, a psychiatrist went to visit Ruby in jail and came out later and said, uh, he's insane. Uh, this was uh, this was just him going nuts. It was a lone gunman thing. He's the man's insane. He's clearly insane. So all the officials said, all right, he's insane. A psychiatrist says he's insane. So that's the end of that investigation. Guess what? That psychiatrist's name uh, is Lewis West. Lewis West, the psychiatrist in 1963, was employed by the CIA. Now, of all the psychiatrists in America who were allowed into the Jack Ruby jail cell to examine him or talk with him or maybe plant a way for him to not make it out alive or whatever, whether he died before they tried him or something or other, whatever happened in there, and then the CIA psychiatrist comes out and says, well, he's insane, no, nothing to work. There's no conspiracy. I mean, nothing. No, nobody wanted him to do it, like to hide the evidence for the CIA. There's nothing. You know, we're not trying to hide anything here, not our link with the CIA for Jack Ruby. Well, there's no connection. No, it's uh, he's insane. Doesn't mean anything. I mean, my God, stuff like that. I know. 
I mean, so okay. So that was sixty years ago. Sorry, Eisenhower and warned us. Dead. Eisenhower warned us. Military-industrial complex. You got to watch out for. Well, here, here, and it's even worse than that. Here's the again. Uh, this sounds like a conspiracy theory, but all of a sudden I believe it. Uh, and Tucker made a point last night. How many times have we read in books and seen in movies the theory that there is a secret? group of high-ranking people in Washington who really run everything behind the scenes. Yeah. I mean, how many movies? In, I mean, the books and the, the movies. Oh, I mean, my God. A secret group of highly-ranked people in government Illuminati. and business. And, and they kind of run. They make sure. And that, that's Free what's Masons. going on. Freemasons. I mean, I, I, it sounds like somebody's running stuff. I mean, who's who's determining that all of a sudden these are still going to be secret and that they send a psychiatrist? I mean, it's, you know, it's out of our control. We, and I don't believe any of it. I, I mean, I believe all of it and don't believe anybody. Uh, God. I sometimes think when I can't sleep, something that I put my mind on to work, which puts me to sleep pretty quick, as I think if I have every power of every superhero that's ever been that I can think of, what would I do with that power? The first thing I would do is take all the, I make the nukes go away. Nobody has any more nukes or chemical or yeah. biological weapons. And then I take all these sons of bitches around the world from Putin to Xi Jinping to the nut job in North Korea to the zombie in the White House. And they all be on their own little private island somewhere <laughs> and they can play with each other. Pelosi, <coughs> Pelosi, all of them. And everybody who steps out, steps out of line and is shown to be corrupt goes to that island. <laughs> and the Pete Davis Island of shame, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> and, and I say, uh, if you're hungry, say food. If you're thirsty, say water. If you're, if you're sick, or if something. you're sick, say doctor. But that's all you get. That's all I you get. Woman. None of that. Yeah, you can sleep with Nancy. <laughs> yeah, Pelosi. She's all yours. Ponderous. Marzula Galagawangas. Or, or I'll put them in two islands of, of, of oh. 100 yards apart. And then I'll say, yeah, you can go visit each yeah, other. I have a ball. There's a few sharks in between there oh, you know? oh my. and i'm thinking i would do that i would expose all of this yeah i would yeah, love well, to do that let's say that was one of the best podcast segments ever that was one and of the best fact, podcast segments not, ever. you caught me again <laughs> check out the uh, kibbershow.net and listen to or watch the full podcast monday wednesdays and fridays it's free you know you're listening to the Kimmer Podcast on atlanta's only conservative news and talk station extra 1063 the winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Hey everybody, Buck Blue here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President, Stacey Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacey's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. 
And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. And now back to the Kimmer Show podcast on Expro 1063. Look out, it's only me, it's only the Kimmer. Find all things Kimmer at thekimmershow.net. Now back to the rest of the Kimmer Show podcast with me and Pete and Flounder. Um, okay, quickly on this fusion business. All right, just for the record, uh, scientists have produced more energy in a fusion reaction than was used to ignite it in the first place. Yep. That's the key. When you, you would, if, if this is true and you could capture it, It'll mean that you'll never run out of energy and never have to worry about going to get it, I know. basically. Um, as I, if I understand it, Lawrence uh, Livermore Laboratory in California, the elusive goal of fusion happens at such high temperatures and pressure that it's incredibly difficult to control. Ign uh, they're saying ignition allows us to replicate certain conditions that are found only in the stars and the sun, uh -oh. which is a star. Uh, technology is likely to be widely used in a few decades. Fusion works by pressing hydrogen atoms into each other with such force that they combine into helium, and that releases enormous amounts of energy and heat. And there's more helium but, for us. But unlike other nuclear reactions, it does not create any radioactive waste. That's pretty good. And your former congressman would get more helium get for more balloons helium and clown concerts. The Absolutely. problem is, is the whole lab starts to float away. Well, I, what I'm nervous about, again, remember when they smashed the atoms in Sweden or whatever it was, and the I collider. was afraid the Earth is going to blow up. The Hadron Collider. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, you know, I, I mean, if they, they didn't figure know it out either. this fusion business, I mean, that's why you have explosions. Uh, well, first of all, it's not going to take decades if they break that. And I read some of the last week that Rolls-Royce has come up with a small nuclear engine that they can use in spacecraft. A car engine? Oh, it's space, no, really? No, spacecraft. Well, if they can use it in spacecraft, they'll use it in a car. No. Okay, do we have rocket engines in our cars? Well, where's my jetpack? <laughs> you know. There's a, they're out there. I there's guess. There's jetpacks. I know, they're coming. No, they're here. Well, have you seen the British guy who goes well, from one warship to the other warship? Yeah. It's fascinating. Yeah, I guess. I, I remember seeing one guy over the water was doing, doing stuff, yeah. too. Yeah. Well... I want mine. And they make it look like you're Iron Man, too, which is really <laughs> yeah, cool. Yeah, big suit. really cool. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm Elon Musk, yeah. I'm making an Iron Man yeah, I suit. I know, I know. They're coming for me? In fact, I'm surprised uh, he hasn't done I mean, It's kind of a related thing. I bet he's thing, done you know? it. He's waiting until they come for him. Maybe he's got a laboratory and he's already. he's not going down easy. That's All right. <laughs> okay. And they're taking Ben Carson's I'll, name I'll, off of school in Detroit, can according to Blaine. Can you believe that? The man's a, a black doctor. But because he was a Republican and ran yeah. for president as a Republican, they're going to re they're going to remove Ben Carson. I guarantee you, he's a brain dog. He's smarter than the entire committee that took his name down. <sighs> he said, "He said, well, I'm the only candidate who's uh, separated Siamese twins in surgery. You know, I mean, it's, no it's, big deal. <laughs> God. Anyway, okay. Now, um, Detroit can burn for all I care. I, know. I really don't. Care. I, it's just I." I, I it's hard to believe. There's a reason my great-great-grandfather got the blank out of there in 1870. <laughs> 1870. He fought for Michigan in the war for the Union, mustered out, and was in Arkansas by 1870, by that really? census. Yeah. That's how he got out well, that quick. Can you imagine what it must have been like to live through the Civil War years? I mean, God. 
I mean, just just I mean, just the life in general, sanitation and eating and sleep. Well, I mean, you know what you kills know, me? I was watching something the other day about what was going on in Italy and some other places. I'm thinking, the rest of the world just went on. Yeah, they didn't give a blank what yeah. was going on here. Yeah. If so, if we thought it was the world, man. Yeah, yeah. And overseas, they didn't give us. They were just waiting to see what happened. Uh, the passing of Mike Leach. We last podcast we met. He rushed to the hospital, critical condition, and I guess it was a heart attack. Is well, that they the say final? that, but they also said he had heart condition before. So I'm it not could, sure what. Well, I don't it, know what could have been con- congestion. Con- it could have been heart uh, yeah. arrhythmia. It could have been anything, which scared yeah. the hell out of me. You yeah. know so. He's my age, and he was having heart problems. That's well, a, how do you think I feel? And I, I outlived him by well, 15 lived, years. Yeah, you've <laughs> already been through it. You're on borrowed time. I'm everybody. on definitely. Well, hell, I've had cancer and a heart attack. What the hell am I doing? <laughs> I mean, I'm I at the, the point every time the phone rings, I'm I like, got the, oh. I got the whole ear thing and the teeth thing, and I, you know, it was a piece of time. You're a cyborg I'm a, right I'm a now. Wreck. <laughs> you're seriously the $6 million man. I'm a total freaking wreck. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Mike Leach uh, passed away, and uh, and so the social media has been uh, putting out a couple of his famous comments and commentaries and so forth. And again, I, I assumed on Holy Crap at Sports today, that, that was one yeah. of your main things. I, I'm, that poor running back who left la- the week before and put that really disparaging comment yeah. about him, it's got to be feeling like a yeah. right ass right yeah. now. Yeah. You know? I, don't, I, I don't, don't know what he said, but I... I he said, you know, it, it was very... What do you call that? Passive aggressive. Yeah. By saying, "Well, I guess since I'm not that great a, a player, according to uh, our coach, yeah. and blah blah, blah you know, I'll yeah, leave." And it's like, shame. okay. Um, uh, Mike Leach was famous for the term "fat little girlfriends," and he used it again as recently as a month ago against the Auburn uh, game in the Auburn game. Uh, quote: uh, uh, After a blowout win over Kansas State and number 15 Nebraska, when he, after he lost to Texas A&M. And uh, had blowout wins over Kansas State and Nebraska. Then he says, quote, as coaches, we failed to get through to them. As coaches, Mike, Mike Leach talking. As coaches, we failed to make our coaching points more compelling than their fat little girlfriends. <laughs> now, their fat little girlfriends have some obvious advantages. For one thing, their fat little girlfriends are telling them what they want to hear, which is how great you are and how easy it's going to be. And we had a bunch of people who wanted to win the football game, but nobody wanted to play the football game. <laughs> Which is, you know, because they're fat little girlfriends. One other famous one. Uh, at Washington State, Halloween 2017 event. You'll remember this one, too. He was asked by a media member about uh, what he liked for, for uh, Halloween candy. He says, my favorite candy is grape red vines. And he said, well, what about things like candy corn? He says, I've never liked candy corn. I think it's awful. I think candy corn is awful. You know, it's like fruitcake. There's a reason they serve fruitcake once a year because it's awful. There's a reason they only serve mint juleps once a year because they're awful. And there's a reason they only serve candy corn once a year because it's awful. He's now, right. that does beg the question why they serve it at all. But anyway, that's my opinion. <laughs> he said, you know, he said if candy corn, candy canes, sweetheart, those little sweetheart hard Busted. things are awful and other things were so good, why wouldn't people eat them all the time? Right. <laughs> Which is preach on, (laughs) which is exactly the point. Um, I'm going to read this headline quarterback Lindsey Scott of Incarnate Word leads FCS All America team. So, what? What the hell is Incarnate was, Word? Incarnate Word is a is a very well-known small college. I've never it's heard of always it. Always in the playoffs. I've never heard of Which, it. Which, by the way, the playoffs, are the last two days, they do them in the middle of the afternoon. They're, I watched yeah. one yesterday. Yeah, I but, saw that on TV listing. It was like 1 o'clock in uh, colleges I didn't with North Dakota State or something. Wartburg, 
which is a small. Why would you yeah. name your school Wartburg? I know. And I <laughs> and they were playing Mount Union, who was always in the and they're somewhere I, I know in Mount Pennsylvania. Union. And the stadium looked like something out of the 1920s. It was so yeah. cool. cool. And those kids play their hearts out. I love watching yeah. those games. But it's two things I'd never heard of Incarnate Word. I thought it was really? a misprint. No. And the other thing, Lindsey Scott. Well, he's probably named after the old. I assume he's named receiver. after the you know eighty year ago Lindsey Scott or forty two years or whatever. Uh, anyway, he started his career at LSU and led the Associated Press FCS All America team. There's a play the, yesterday. <laughs> Mary Harden Bay. They played yesterday. I think they lost. Anyway, we got a couple playing today as well. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Anyway, there's a little, here's a, your a sports uh, page for that. Mark says he's covering <laughs> this. That the machine is the Vasimir electrothermal thruster, which sounds like something you go to the doctor for and take a shot of penicillin in the ass. I don't know. Vasimir. Thank you. Uh, let's see. A couple of quick. I'm going to do some uh, history and stuff here in a second. But first, uh, a little, a couple of uh, Christmas jokes just to put us in a happy oh, mood good. here. Christmas just a jokes. couple of a couple things. Uh, let's see. Um, what's the most popular Christmas wine? I don't like Brussels sprouts. <laughs> Sorry. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, no, that's no good. That was not a good one. Um, uh, what do you call Santa's little helpers? Subordinate clauses. <laughs> uh, what do reindeer, where, where do reindeer go if they lose a tail? The retail store. Oh, my God. You could uh, save how, these for the Christmas did, show. How much does Santa pay for his sleigh? Nothing. It was on the house. <laughs> Did you realize yes. that if you sit on the toilet at 11.59 p.m. Yeah. and you're still sitting there at the stroke of midnight, it literally is same different day, day after day. Different day. Oh. Pete, you know, <laughs> how about ringing the bell? If you ring the bell, <laughs> we don't want to be doing the, 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 All right. So, so uh, yeah, I usually don't do scatological, yeah. but that was funny. Yeah, it was Okay. Funny. <clears throat> I put my annual uh, Heinz Spotted Dick can out I yesterday. Saw that. I saw and that. People were yeah. saying, oh, I didn't know the Kimmer was into merchandising. I said, oh, you bastards. Yeah, yeah. So how did they get the Kimmer canned up? Yeah. <laughs> but I always remember, uh, the first time I pulled it out, I gave it a WGST. <laughs> I, I gave, remember that. I gave Miller one. It was a morning show. I gave Miller one, and I gave Tom Hughes one. And Tom <laughs> Hughes is a huge Anglophile. He goes to England every year. Yeah. used to. And he literally on the air held it up and said, oh, wow, my wife will love this. She loves Spotted Dick. <laughs> and, and, and we were just all sitting there looking at each other. And he goes, I'm not kidding. No, it's true. It's true. <laughs> it's a pudding. Uh, uh, by the way, Kate Middleton and Prince William are not watching this, the Netflix documentary on Prince Harry and his, uh, his uh, trampy wife. Uh, but they're having their, their aides watch it. Their staff has to watch it to keep them oppressed of what's going on. Uh, the first half dropped on the streamer. Uh, but insiders are saying they'll take a long time before there's any harmony between the brothers. There's a lot of hate going on there, a lot of anger between sure. the siblings. Uh, in a trailer, the, uh, the chick from the Suits, uh, the, that nasty chick who ruined a, a, a war hero, uh, 41-year-old skank named uh, Megan. She's 41? Yeah. Uh, said she wasn't being thrown to the wolves. She was fed to the wolves. She joined the wolves. Yeah. Uh, the Duke of Sussex, who's 38, notes the palace was happy to lie to protect Prince William, who was 40 years old. They were never willing to tell the truth to protect me and Meghan. Meghan is biracial. She revealed in the first half of the show she wasn't treated like a black woman in Los Angeles. But she said, now people are very aware of my race because they made it such an issue in the U.K., 
she has destroyed the reputation forever. Again, Prince Harry was a war hero. Yeah. Prince Harry was a chopper fighter pilot gunner. He didn't have to go to war. They In have, fact, they didn't want, they demanded he didn't go to war, or if he did, to stay the hell back so he would never get killed. There's that video where he's sitting there doing an interview, Jesus. an interview, and the alarm goes off, and he throws everything down, jumps up, and runs for his helicopter. Yeah, yeah. He was a war hero. He was a, he was a warrior. And all of a sudden now, it's, since he got his nuts clipped. With the snapper. Jesus. She's I mean, 41. Come, she's 41 years Good. old. Well, you could tell she knew that her days in Hollywood, uh, she, she was a, a certain star, but she wasn't going to get any higher, so she snagged herself a yeah. prince. All right, is it time for Bad Text Theater? Bad Text Theater. Let's it, move it up and do the Santa Claus oh, one the, I sent the, you. The one we were going to do today was a good one. Yeah, but we should do a Christmas. All right, we'll do, we'll do the... Because we'll forget, and then it'll be after Christmas. You All right, I'll see? be the kid. You can be Santa. <clears throat> All right. Uh, okay. So I started off. Yeah, and also, uh, let's see. I'll, I'll be the narrator too. There's narration. Oh, oh yeah, I got gotcha. you. Okay, kid talking to Santa. All right, here we go. Santa, what's the story of your reindeer's names? <laughs> Why I named them after memories, like Prancer frolicking through the snow. What about Donner? A dark countenance settles on Santa's face. <laughs> The year was 1847. <laughs> Snowfall had trapped us in the Sierra Nevada. <laughs> we had to eat a couple elves. <laughs> it's only me, it's only the Kimmery. Did you know back in 1983, I was in New Orleans on Bourbon Street. And I, Focus! Oh, oh sorry, sorry. Uh, get in touch with the show on uh, thekimmershow.net. You're listening to the Kimmer Podcast on Atlanta's only conservative news and talk station, Extra 1063. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. Hey everybody, Buck Blue here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President, Stacey Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacey's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. This morning in North Carolina, wheels are spinning. Determination is winning. A passion is now a thriving business, and it shows no signs of slowing down. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one Clint Spiegel had with First Horizon Bank about starting a bike wheel manufacturing facility in Asheville. Now it's not just talk, it's rubber meets road. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Clint. 
First Horizon Bank, member FDIC.